0: About to win so big.
1: Tell my hydraulic
0: money. Yeah. Money coming in. Tell me what's the program? 25 days of Yeah, get with the program. So they walk their way get the program.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Another week, another episode, Tales from the Terror Dome. It's your boy, Dan. You know how I bring it. Got another special one today, baby. Virginia Tech defensive lineman, 2024 NFL Draft. Hopeful, this man had over 17 career tackles for losses. This man is a hokey through and through. His name is Mario Kendricks, Jr. He's on the podcast. How you doing, my man?
0: I'm doing good, man. I can't complain. Grind.
1: I feel you, man. So, so uh, you you back down in Florida, huh? Yes, sir. How's your training going? What what's your what's your day to day like? That how that's
0: how my day will be on Monday, but on Wednesdays and uh, Fridays I got D line training. So after speed training and like training for pro day, I'll do some D line training. And Wednesdays we got uh recovery day, so we'll go in there and stretch. And I do some mobility work, and then obviously delaunching, like I just said. So really, for me, I just, you know, I train every day. And then after training, I'm just really relaxing, man, relaxing my body, getting ready for the next day to train.
1: you hitting, like, the cold tub, or you got— Right now,
0: I'm, I'm hitting the bootleg, where I'm hitting the cold tub, and a little. Uh, my mom, she got a little tub, uh, one of those wow. little tub, little hot bath tub, so I just fill it out with some ice, some water. On the weekends, I always I take a ice bath every weekend.
1: I got one of the. I keep seeing them now, like they like wrap your legs and like it looks like a big. I don't even know what like a hot. Dog you know, thing. When we put
0: our legs in them.
1: Yeah, those,
0: are, uh, those are called Normatex, man. So it really, it just really just helps your butt. Your your blood flows really. It evens out your blood. You'll feel it after you take them off. You can feel a difference before and
1: after. I got you, man. What part of Florida are you from? I'm from Kissimmee, Florida.
0: Probably like twenty minutes. outside saw Orlando.
1: Okay, everybody know Orlando, Universal, yeah. Disney, SeaWorld, all that. <clears throat> what was it like growing up down there, man?
0: Uh, for me, you know, I've, obviously I've seen a lot of, I've seen a lot of violence, and you know, but I put, I give a lot of respect to my mom because you know she raised us. She raised us really well. Like I always tell her, like she she did a good job raising us because I feel like she never let us really like getting to that type of lifestyle where we had to be into violence. So it was, I would say for me, it was fun growing up down here. You know, I had my childhood friends. I'm still friends with them today. I grew up with those guys. Um, I mean, it's Florida it's hot. We went to the pool a lot, uh, to the beaches a lot, fried dirt bikes a lot, you know. And so for me, I would say it was it was nice growing up in Sydney It's not really a big, it's not really a big, uh, city is real small, so you it it kind of got boring sometimes. Yeah, but I mean, for me, like growing up, like cause we moved, we moved to West Palm Beach, and like when we moved, it really like it was hard. It was hard for us to move. I didn't want to leave, so I can say, send like for me, cause is like my that's where I love to come back. Kissimmee man.
1: dirt bikes, man. I remember when I was a kid, bro. It was uh my step brother, man. He was always on a dirt bike, but. Uh... I always preferred the four-wheeler. I don't know. It was something about the four-wheels I felt better on. Nah, I read it, <laughs> nah,
0: yeah, For sure the four-wheelers, man, because, you know, they on fours, and you don't got to worry about flipping too much, but a dirt bike is you on two wheels, so you got to be careful.
1: Facts, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I had my fair share of wrecks on the four-wheeler, though, so I can't.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're going to fall. If, that was, if it was your first time, you're going to fall.
1: Yeah, was, man. You got
0: to fall. If you ain't fall, I mean, you're a pro, but. If you don't fall, you ain't learning.
1: So what were your offers like coming out of high school?
0: So for me coming out of high school, I had I think I had twenty five. And I would say my first my first offers uh Mississippi State, Tennessee. This was tenth grade year. Mississippi State, Tennessee. This and this is in the order I got offered. Yeah, so Mississippi State, Tennessee, Duke, but then Kentucky. And for me, that was like, I think I just started, that's when I started changing my mindset. Because at first, I'm playing football, I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm just out there playing. Like, I'm not even worried about college or nothing. I'm just playing football because, I mean, I've been playing since I was four, so I'm just out there playing football. But when I got them first offers, like, my whole mindset changed. And at the time, I was hurt, too. Like, I was—I uh, had broke my ankle midway through the season. And saw so these, so they're offering me, and I'm like, I'm not understanding how I'm getting offered while I'm hurt. But, like, so they're coming in to watch, to look at other uh, other dilemma on my team. And they um they noticed me on their film. So they're like, who's the uh, coaches, my high school coach told me, like, this is what they're saying. Like, who's that uh, guy on the 22. And uh, so they showed, my coaches showing them the film. And, like, my coaches, I swear to you not, they told them, like, the scouts telling them, like, they watch the first two clips, and then that's all they seen. They said after those first two clips, like they didn't have to watch the rest of the, uh, the film. Like so, really for me, it was uh, I started early, real early. So like as it as I get started getting more, I'm not trying to sound cocky and thing. I wasn't really getting too excited because I really just tried to focus. I was trying to just focus on getting back right because I was injured. So I really just trying to stay focused, but. I ended up with twenty-five and V T they they never offered me until my senior year. So now I feel like for why I committed to them was because they stayed like they started recruiting me ninth grade year, but they didn't offer me until my senior year. So that's really why I chose VT. I felt like they had the best interest in me instead of like just offering me, like they got to know me first. But coming out of high school, yeah I had twenty-five, you know, it was a good it was a good experience, man.
1: That's what's up, man. Well, your junior year certainly helped cause you had sixteen sacks and a pick. Yeah, that's
0: when I I'm telling you, like after that tenth grade year, I started like my whole mindset changed, man. I just went in, I went crazy junior year. And that's where I wrapped up most of the office.
1: What made you pick twenty two?
0: For me, so twenty two, my coach, my D line coach in high school, every year I started off with twenty eight. The first year I was number twenty eight, but my head, my D line coach, every twenty two that I was passed down. It was a great player that played for him, so mm-hmm. I had to keep his tradition going, so I got it, and honestly, I'm not trying to brag for real, but I feel like I was the best one to wear 22, and you, know, you can ask him a team on coach if you want to, he'll tell you, but that's the only reason I wore it. It was just a, it was a tradition thing, man, Um, everybody who wore 22 always bought out of 22, like. so that's really it, and I just thought with it, I liked it, on, I like how it looked on too, so.
1: Hell yeah. I wore, I wore 23. I was, I'm a big dude now, but back then, like night, like night, play I DB. played tight end. Oh, tight end. Okay. But night, my ninth grade year, uh, I was like two forty, and they had me, They put me, they had me like offensive line going into my, but between the summer of my freshman year and my sophomore year, I lost like 75 pounds. Yeah. So I came back at like 178. So I couldn't mm-hmm. play offensive line anymore so they we're going to put you at tight end. And I was like, bet. So I went yeah. into the equipment room to find a new jersey, and I was always a big Michael Jordan fan. And 23 just happened to fall off the shelf when mm-hmm. they went to go looking for numbers. And I was like, nah, I'll take that. It, probably, hey, it was meant to be then, man. That's crazy. Yeah. I can't wear it anymore, but <laughs> there was a time. There was a time. Who was your recruiter from Tech, man? Charlie Wiles and uh, he was
0: the DB coach. What was his name? Bro? It was Charlie Wiles and I think Coach Scott. He was there a long time ago. I don't know if you remember Coach Scott. I know you remember Charlie Wiles, though.
1: Oh yeah, Charlie Wiles is a legend. You talking about Galen Scott? Yeah, yeah. Coach Scott. <laughs> <laughs> was man life. was wilding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. hey man he's the first person i've ever seen get taken out by a burner account on twitter but um no nah, 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 salute nah. that
0: it's man <laughs> twitter not see
1: no nah, not at all uh so i guess man you get to you get the blacksburg how uh, much of a culture shock was that for you coming from right outside of Orlando to like Cowtown, Virginia?
0: Very laid back, bro. So when I first got there, you know, I really didn't try to explore anything. I didn't really go nowhere. So I don't know, but I love like, as far as the fans stuff is real. Like it was, you can tell, like they love the school and just all the love they show no matter where you at, like they show love. So for me, it was just, you know, I just tried to take it one step at a time and, I just enjoy the process of being out with him.
1: And I guess so Charlie Wiles was still there when you came in. What was it like? Uh what was your relationship like with Coach Fuente?
0: My relationship with Coach Fuente was good. Uh so Fuente, I feel like for me with Fuente, we had a very great relationship just because he was close with my mom and my uh I had a little cousin with me that was shoot. She came to like every game and I think he remembered her from like the visit when I came on my official visit. So it was good, bro. It was a good relationship with him. He just, I feel like just him having a relationship with my family, it made our relationship closer. So he was a real cool dude, you know. So I had a good, I mean, I know some people, you know, some people you're not going to have a good relationship with Jack, but, but for me, I, I had a good relationship with him.
1: That's good, man. And then uh, what would you say, you know, he, he ends up leaving, and Brent Prye ends up coming in. What would you say was probably the biggest difference in their philosophies that you could attest to? Prye,
0: he's real more – he's more genuine, I feel like. And he just – he's more like – you can go to him like a like a brother or a father, you know, and he's more outgoing with the community and stuff like that. I feel like he would just – he poured more into the Virgin, the Virginia Tech community. I feel like that's what Brent Prye – I feel like that's what Court Prye does more. He's more outgoing with the community. The community loves him. I feel like, and I feel like that's why we had so many sold out games, man. You know, probably did so much with the community. They're obviously going to show love back. So that's probably the biggest difference I can say. He was just more poured into the community.
1: Yeah, it definitely uh, makes a big difference, in my opinion, when you like like the person. You know what I'm saying? Like you feel like like it'll go. Because I went, to almost every damn game last year. I mean, not this past season, but 2022, and we only won three of them things. And I never, I never regretted a second of it. And this year I went to most of them too. And it was, you know, it was obviously a way better result this year. Uh, yeah. But uh, I'm just glad that you got to go out with some sort of championship.
0: Yeah, that was a definitely. And he kept, I was Coach Pride, man. He kept preaching what he wanted for the senior. He wanted the senior to leave out with a championship. I want to say, man, Coach Pride, he's a, he a good dude. Like, he, he always saying or uh, preaching the right things. And, you know, he just, he he always want to have a team ready to go. And, like, he just makes sure, like, during the week, he always preaching. He make he puts it on a team PowerPoint. He puts it everywhere. He just preaches the same thing and it's and still in our head. And we just go out there and, do
1: what you say. When the coaching transition happened, did you ever think about maybe like leaving, like transferring somewhere else?
0: Yeah, I wanted to, but for me, I just I mean, we don't been through three. I went through 3D line coaches. So at that point, I'm thinking when pride comes in, I'm thinking, quote, price is about to be going too. So you know, I wanted to leave, but I just, for me, I just didn't want to feel like going through all the transfer process and moving and stuff. But and it wasn't just because of that, too. It was because, what I wanted to do, like, I wanted to play for pri I actually wanted to pay for uh, Coach Pry and Marvin Price again. Like, once I really came down to it and thought about it, I actually wanted to pay for those guys. So, that that really uh made a big impact on me coming back.
1: What's your I really, relationship? I knew they knew what they were doing. Yeah, they definitely, I definitely got that, like, I don't even play, bro, and I was watching his press conferences, like, all right, I'm ready to run through a wall now. Like, I can't imagine what it was like, you know, in the locker room. Uh Uh-huh. Had you guys ready. Sure. What was your relationship like with uh, J.C. Price? How much did you learn from him?
0: Oh, my relationship with him was real good, man. You know, Coach Price, we – we used to always, you know, it was a lot of joking going on, a lot of, we always had a good relationship, man. Like, I told with Price all the time. I love him, man. Like, he did a lot for me. He was a good mentor. And I learned a lot from him, man, not even on the field, off the field, too, like, future and everything. You know, we have sat down and had talks and stuff, so I learned a lot from Coach Price that I can maybe use one day when I need it, you know?
1: Yeah, for sure. Did, uh, How'd you feel about him growing his hair out? <laughs> Honestly,
0: I didn't even know. I thought like, when he first came in, I could have sworn he had hair on his head. I remember him having hair, so when he cut it, when he cut it back short, it was like, you know, so when he grew it out, it wasn't really nothing crazy to me. I felt like I've been seeing him with hair. I, like I remember one spring, he had shaved it off and like I asked him why, and he said just a new look, but I remember Coach Price having hair, but now he's really trying to grow it out. He's trying to, like, be having styles with it and everything.
1: <laughs> I yeah. saw him at PK's. I saw him at PK's, and I was like, you growing it out? He's like, thinking about cutting it. And I was like, nah, man, leave it.
0: <laughs> he don't know what he want to do with
1: it. Oh, man. So, this year, going into this year, uh, at first, run defense was a little shaky. And then all of a sudden, it just, like clamp down it was like a whole different team after that point like Mm -hmm. was there like something that occurred in the locker room or like was there like a come to jesus meeting with the players where y'all were like yo we gotta we gotta tighten this thing up or
0: yeah we came to realization only thing really there's nothing much bro but we changed our mindsets really that's the only thing change your mindset once you change your mindset practice gonna be different you're gonna practice how you play and then it just gonna all come to once. So I feel like we changed our mindset, and like we had to really, you had to really focus on what the main point was, you know. Like and then it come down to detail too. I feel like just mindset and just the small details. We start taking those into more consideration,
1: and like things started changing. For me, I I remember being at Pitt and being at Syracuse, and I was like, mm-hmm. and they got Djokovic and and Schrader in hell. And you were hooping at Syracuse, three tackles, two for loss in a sack.
0: Yeah, I had good. That was a good game for me, man.
1: What would you say? I know, like Lane Stadium, got to be your favorite place to play because we, we we bring it every week. But was there ever a place on the road that you saw on the schedule You're like, man, I like playing there. I don't know if nobody can
0: beat Lane Stadium, but Notre Dame, my freshman, we played there. I like their stadium. Um, man, there's nobody else for real, not really that I was really excited to play in. Like I don't think I was excited to play in a stadium but, like the atmosphere was it was I don't know, Notre Dame probably the best atmosphere I've been in on the on the road. I don't think nobody like isn't you know, we top five every year they talk about in the loudest stadiums, we always top five really should be number one every time. But we always top five, so it's like ain't gonna be too much out there to really say I like their stadium. I like their atmosphere.
1: Can you even hear yourself when you're when you're on the field at Lane Stadium when we're going crazy? Not,
0: most not not if we on uh if we on defense y'all trying to get that and y'all trying to make them get a false start when y'all start yelling you can't hear nothing man you gotta use straight his
1: all hand signals. So Dax Dax and them had to run their had to yell their ass off, huh?
0: <laughs> yeah, like they really had to yell. Yeah, they knew what the time was, especially. Every time we play, I don't know, every time we play at UNC, i never heard like I couldn't it was always hard to hear. Like it was so hard to hear.
1: Well, I just want to say to you, the tenure that you had at tech, you're forever gonna be a hookie and we're forever appreciative of you. And I think that you were a part of a very special time because it went we had to get it we had to get it back right. And yeah. it feels like y'all really, you know, took that to heart the past two years and shifted that. Into the right direction, and I feel like there's going to be a lot of Hokie teams in the future that people are going to talk about and, like, be, like, super, like, they're going to praise the hell out of them, but I want yeah. y- you to know that y'all class, what you did, you are appreciated because, Appreciate it, that, it, it, yeah, the it takes a lot, a lot of elbow grease to get up out the, out the trenches, you know? Yeah, for sure, it does. The foundation I'm is projecting. important. Yes, sir. What, uh, so what kind of like, I guess, as far as like what you can tell us, like what, what's your draft, um, information been like? Like, what have they given you? Uh, you
0: talking about as far as like projection?
1: Yeah. So,
0: right now, like, um, so from what I heard from Coach Pride and my agent, it's either like it's from like seventh round to undrafted, but. Depending on pro day, it can go higher or if I do bad it can drop lower. But I feel like pro day is gonna be the most important thing to, uh for my draft uh for my draft grade or how high I go. But that's what they've gotten back from scouts and so that's where I'm at right now.
1: Are you doing are you are you going to the NFL combine? No, I didn't get the uh invitation. So So you just doing the pro day in Blacksburg? Yeah.
0: I heard like I'm not trying to knock anyone down that's going to the combine. It's really just only difference is it's like it's like, hey, you're invited we're inviting you to the combine with these other guys that that were top prospects this year. It's just basically like a it's like an invitation, you know, for the top prospect that did the guys that did perform very well this year, they're gonna they got invited. So, I mean you don't I feel like if you're not a get if you don't get invited to that, I don't feel like you shouldn't knock yourself down, man, because you know, it's just, like, Pro Day the same thing. All the scouts there, you know, so it is what it is.
1: Oh, yeah, that's fine. There's plenty of top talent that doesn't even go to the like, – they're like, nah, we're just going to wait for my Pro Day anyway, so. Yeah. Plenty of chances to get it right. When do you have to go back to Blacksburg?
0: So, Pro Day is March 27th. I'll probably be out there about, like, more
1: around, like, March 20th. I got you. And uh around Blacksburg, what were your favorite places to to go just like chill, like get some food, like do whatever? Uh Damn, man, definitely PK's. Yes sir. Uh,
0: I was I was big on mellow mushroom for a minute, but I I kind of fell off, but it was doing me some good. Um I Pretty much, I don't think I really, and then I don't know if you ever ever been by Black Salt, but that that was good too, so.
1: I've never been, but I've heard, like, everybody's like, man, Black Salt's good, so I gotta check it out.
0: They're real good, you should try it out, bro. And I heard the Coop was was good too. I try not to abuse it, you know. You said you heard (laughs) the what
1: was good? The Coop. Coop? Yeah, down on Main Street, like right by the Campus Apportium. I'm
0: thinking you named, like, a dish on Black Salt's restaurant or something.
1: No, 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 no. Nah, I've never been in the coop. Nah, I, I, I usually stick to PKs. I like PKs, man. I stick to PKs most yeah, of the time. P-K's,
0: most of the time, Pizza Wings, I'm going PKs.
1: Yeah, them Cheetah Wings. Yeah. And Benny's, because this is a Benny sponsored podcast. So I got to shout out my guys downtown in Blacksburg at yeah. Benny's Pizza, man.
0: Every time I went, every time I passed by Benny's, it was always Pat, man. I don't feel like waiting in line.
1: Yeah, you just gotta go in and tell them dancing. You from the Dome. they hook it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, what was so? What was Lake Day like last year? Was that or two years ago? Was that a big surprise when Coach Bry came in and was like, because I mean, he was a new coach. Like you're still getting the feel for him, and he was like, "Hey, we're not practicing today. We are going to the lake."
0: Honestly, what's funny like about that meeting? The way they had it set up was real good. They almost had it, but me the whole time. Like, you can, the whole team, like, the team can tell you, like, the whole time I'm looking at Coach Pryor while he while the video's playing, I'm sitting there just kept, keep calling his name. He looked over, he gave me a little grin, and I already knew what time it was because the way they set it up, it was so funny, man. Like, you would have thought it was like, I don't know. They just had it set up real nice. But I knew, like, just the way I knew. I feel like I was the only one who kind of knew some people, other some other kid, some other players knew too. But like I kept looking at Pry and just kept saying his name before he was about to say it and he just started laughing.
1: And the whole team meeting room just started bust out laughing. Uh, he had y'all conv- he had he had the room convinced they're about to go put in some work and it not yeah, late. He definitely did. That's awesome, man. Um <laughs> uh, he seems to be the same guy all the time, like win or lose, it feels like he's just a, uh, like, like the same temperament. Just like he's intense, but he's you know he's he's and cool, he's time to practice, man. You yeah, I mean, he's, he's like he gonna be
0: intense on that field, but he real he's a real genuine guy, man. Because probably he's a real good dude. He wants the best for his players. You can always go talk to him if you want to have a talk with him. Go talk with him. He'll talk to you.
1: Yes, yeah, sir. And as far as I know he's a big Allman Brothers fan, uh, but, like, musically-wise, you put him on anything?
0: Nah, I don't, think, I, mean, I don't think me and Coach probably have the same music tape. But <laughs> he was he – was, nah, he was always – like, we play like, some little Baby or something or some Kodak you know, before the team meeting start. I think he was just – he don't really – I don't think he know what they're saying, but, like, just the the beats and that they got in their song, he'll bop his head to it a little bit.
1: You gotta get, yeah. You get. You should have got him in that circle like Stu Holt.
0: Oh, Stu got some juice to him, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Stu got Stu got the juice, huh?
0: Yeah, Stu. That's my guy, man. That's my guy right there. I'm a miss coach Stu. Yeah, I like Stu a lot. Every time I met him, he's been great. Yeah, yeah. He was coach. He was actually uh good friends with my high school coach. They was cool. They was friends for a long time.
1: Oh wow, small world! Yeah, he recruited
0: me at uh yeah he was he recruited me when he was at Louisville, so we got a kind of a connection.
1: Yeah, that is true. How how much uh how many of the coaching staff did you have a connection to previously from being recruited when they were at other schools?
0: Did Coach Jones? I don't know Coach Jones was that dude before, but I don't think
1: I don't think nobody
0: really else. Nah, not really.
1: I feel like Cheetahs yeah. recruited everybody. Yeah. Definitely, he that's my guy.
0: Every time we do, every time we do, uh, our player person, like when we go over like the, uh, the scouting report, he always says, "I recruited this guy." He, he recruits, he does, he recruits. He, he don't recruit a lot of people. Man.
1: What was your major attack, man? What'd you get? What'd you get your degree in? It was supposed to be business. I started
0: off with business, man. The classes they were just, it was crazy, bro. So. After, after that, I just switched to consumer studies. They told me I can get into business. Oh yeah, I ended up graduating with that.
1: Do you have any sort of ideas about like what you want to do with it? Uh,
0: not necessarily, but I know I got some. Like you know, once football is over, and if it don't work out, uh, cause I can get into pharmaceutical sales. There's an old coach I know from high school, so that's really uh what my plan is right now. But he told me once I'm ready, like shoot up there and get things started.
1: You teach me a little bit. I got you, man. You mentioned Lil little baby. You mentioned Kodak. What's your playlist looking like, man? What you be listening to?
0: So really, my playlist—you gonna see a lot of Florida artists, man. Uh, Kodak, Hot Boy, um, Boss Mandilo, SCY Gym, uh, Wiz, Havman, Man D Lo, S C Y June, Wiz Having, Boston Richie, and outside of Florida, a little baby. Rollo, uh, a little bit of No Cap, uh, a little bit of Young Boy, a little bit of V's. And, and that's about That's about that. Might be it. Right there. I, I keep it in. I keep them in. You know, I don't. Try, I don't listen. To, I can't really have too many artists because you know they be they be dropping so much. It's hard to keep up with so many songs, bro.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. I have, to look, I have to look up some of them Florida artists, man.
0: No, you're gonna like them definitely. I feel like you will like them. If you don't like it, like the beat, gonna definitely have you bobbing your head. What I feel was like the, Florida got the best beats.
1: What not, school was it? What? Boss and Richie did a, a music video at one of the schools, and they were freaking out about it. Which school was that? Do you remember? Oh, yeah.
0: He went to FAMU and then That's right. And they I, I don't know what happened, man. I forgot what happened. I guess he could use their uh. I guess they didn't want him using their. Well, he did a music video, right? Yeah. I Think he did a music video in the locker room, and they didn't approve of it.
1: I got you, yeah, man. It's uh, I got love rap, I love hip hop, R and B, all yeah. that. I'm a big. i try to get in
0: front a little bit, man. I'm, I'm be trying. But I don't like. I don't know. <laughs> I be trying to, want to force myself on it.
1: I got you. Well, if you listen to future, future's kind of R and B sometimes. So that that counts.
0: Yeah, I definitely listen. To, I don't know if you do, but like from in Florida, we kind of we play our music either slow. Sometimes we slow it down, or sometimes we play it sped up. So me, like for future, I will like I listen to future too. I'll slow his music down. I like future, slow it down a little bit. Sound way. I'm not saying it sound way better, but like that's just. No, that's how I, like, that's how I like my, my, music. Well, some artists, I like to slow their music down.
1: So you probably like a lot of Texas shit then, because, I mean, they got the Chopped and Screwed, they started that Chopped and Screwed stuff down there a long time ago. So that's Texas? what they do.
0: Florida, we can't, you can't get out of Texas. I can't get that to Texas? You can't get out of Texas, man. That's Florida, that's Florida wave. Oh, yeah? I oh, don't from-
1: know, man.
0: You from Texas?
1: No, I'm from Virginia.
0: Man, nah, you can't get out of Texas, man. Nah, you gonna have <laughs> no, nah, you can't get out of Texas.
1: Oh, man, you listen to any Texas artists, though? You know uh, any from- Yeah, the um, oh man, he got clowned for doing running the route on on at, at for the Longhorns. Uh, was it Big X the plug? Is that his name or something like that? I like
0: Big X the plug? I don't know, bro. His music, I don't know, I don't know why I can't listen to Big X the plug. There's some people out there like I just can't listen to their voice. You know, you ever had a mute a song or an artist you can't you like you don't like their voice so it's like man, turn that off on. You know? Yeah, just how, that's all. Blueface. I can see you got one. Everybody got one. <laughs> uh, I,
1: I can't. Blueface does too much dumb stuff for me, man. I can't. I can't do it. Like not even like just like. I don't care if, like, you do dumb stuff, but just, like, out-of-pocket, intentional dumb stuff. Like, I'm like, I can't get with it.
0: He, it's, I'm telling you, everybody got an artist like that. And then I think it's just a big-ass the plug. He just, it's so much. It's, he, you just hear his song so much on TikTok and everything, bro. His song be everywhere. tired <laughs> I like, I do like a lot. of Like, Memphis, I get him their crib. Memphis, Atlanta. i do not like Chicago at all. I don't like LeBird, Keith, Vine.
1: Nah, you got a dirt. Guy. I like dirt. You probably like him
0: because you see, you said you like R and B, right? So I can see why you like dirt. I like baby better, but I like dirt. I can see why you like dirt. I, I think I listen to a couple of them. I can listen to a couple of them, but you One, I can't listen to any song. Like, nah, that's that's no.
1: Little dirt be out of pocket sometimes too, and he's talking about like fart smell like lean and stuff like that. I'm like, bro, what are we talking about? You gotta get out of here with that, man. They,
0: they gonna say they gonna say a lot of stuff out their mouth that sound crazy, but people still gonna listen to them. Yeah, but man. they do. They, they be saying some crazy stuff.
1: As far as like the NFL goes, who like what what was there a team that you grew up watching? Like, were you a Dolphins fan or
0: no? Florida team. I was Steelers. I grew up watching okay. NFL. My granddad, he was a big Steelers fan, so it start with me. I used Got to always, watch, like, ever since I watched it with him, I just don't know how. I just I just always watch
1: the Steelers. Is there, like, you don't care who drives You just want to go, one of the 32, but.
0: I want to prove myself, man. I just want to, you know, do something for my mom. That's, that's the main goal. And you know, When I do get in there, just be consistent so I can be in there for a couple of
1: years, man. Yeah, man. You get to live that dream. That'd be big. Yeah, for sure. Well, Mario, man, I'm rooting for you, dog. I appreciate Appreciate you coming on here.
0: I appreciate you coming on here for sure. Anytime, man. I love Hokie fan base, man. Anybody that shows support or love to Hokie Nation, Hokie football team, man, I'm I'm willing to do anything.
1: Last question. Out of all your time at Virginia Tech, all the people you played with, you know, Norell, Barno, Jordan Williams, McCray, APR, all those dudes – you guys were awesome together. How do you, Mario Kendrick Jr., want to be remembered as a hokie?
0: Honestly, I just want to be that guy that you know everybody loves have that, that wants them. they want me to come back. Of course, I want them to miss me. Obviously, I want to have a leave a big impact on Hokie Nation. Right? just have my name still be. I still want to be talked about. You know, just have a. I want to have a bit, real big impact, man.
1: We can always show love when we see Mario Kendrick out in public, for sure. Yes, sir, man, and as, as always, go Hokies.